What is up, everybody? My name is Ryan Padgett here, the producer at WJBC The Roar. Today, I have a very new podcast going on called Experience Appreciated. Uh, we have three actual player characters and then our DM. Uh, we will go ahead and start on introducing each other. So, like I said, my name is Ryan Padgett. Across from me, I have a buddy. Beside him is Vinny, and then between Vinny and I is JC the DM. Uh, we will go ahead and start introducing characters and pretty much what we do as that character. So first off, I am playing a orc-blooded brute brawler um, named Arnazar. So uh, first off, all of this is also homebrew, just to let you guys know that. Uh, but yeah, I'm a kind of brute, and as I was telling everybody before we actually started recording, think of Baby Shrek when he doesn't rage, and then as I rage, think Giant Green Hulk who smashes a lot of things. So that's basically what I'm playing. Uh, I'm actually a very strong dude with pretty high pretty high stamina not very fast because he's an orc uh, so some of my equipment that I have is a great sword and a great axe and then I'm wearing studded a studded iron chest plate because of course when I'm raging my clothes get ripped off for whatever reason my armor doesn't but yeah that's me so buddy hello I am buddy Smith and today I'm, I'm gonna be playing Bartholomew I am an orc-blooded rogue, so essentially I am going to be sneaking around, trying to be stealthy, but kind of failing at it, and then attacking people from the shadows, because why bother letting them see my face, right? And yeah, I'm going to be walking around wearing a my old letterman jacket from high school and my my old football days <laughs> and yeah i'm vinny uh yeah um my character is a uh is an archon technomancer um his name is azrael um and very very strong um, but also um, he's got a he's very very intelligent at the same time and um, some of my equipment I'm wearing a, a leather breastplate um, carrying a large uh, craftsman tool chest on my back um, and uh, I wield a long sword and as Ryan said earlier, I am JC, the DM. I am the one who will be storytelling for this, and I am the one who has created the world. But for those of you who have not heard anything about our world before, it is set in modern day sort of era, but magic has come back roughly 5,200 years before the time of this campaign. And it has had its effect on humanity. The mankind is no longer one race, but six. 
each of them taking after different fantasy beings. The Orc-Blooded, which we have a couple of them in our party, they are reminiscent of the fantasy orcs, such as created by Tolkien. The Fey-Blooded, who you will see later on, are reminiscent of elves and fairies. These tieflings and archons remind to others of demons and angels, respectively. The pure-blooded are very much still human, with no taint of magic, and the nomads mutated themselves with magic to be superhuman, in a way. That being said, let's jump into Experience Appreciated. Elena's Books and Brews is a small coffee shop and bookstore in downtown Chattanooga. Now that there are several signs of beings that are out of the ordinary, even since the rebirth of magic, a group of amateur investigators has begun meeting at the B&B. Inside the coffee shop is a scattered collection of chairs, couches, and tables. Bookshelves line the brick walls, filled with dusty tomes and volumes. A small fey-blooded flutters behind the bar with translucent wings, serving customers. A slender-built man in a trench coat is slouched in a chair, reading a newspaper. A battered fedora rests on the table in front of him. Wire-rimmed glasses are perched on his nose, and a thin mustache adorns his upper lip. He lowers his newspaper as a few people gather around him. He glances at a sign in the front window before looking at the newcomers. Ah, I suppose you came in response to my ad. Occult detectives wanted, experience appreciated, I believe it was? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think so. I think, I think that's why I'm here. I'm pretty sure. I'm just looking for a job, and I saw this sign, so I assume it's you. I honestly am not sure why I'm here, but uh, uh, I don't know. This seemed like an efficient use of my day. Well, I'm sure I can put all of you to good work. My name is Avery Whitaker. You can call me Wit. It, anyway, let's get into... But before you can continue conversation much further, a disgruntled roar rattles the windows. All heads turn to see a large bestial monster with the brilliant red skin, blazing eyes, spikes all over his body, and it is charging down the street out in front of the coffee shop. Wit mutters something that sounds suspiciously like a curse under his breath. Come on, lads, let's see what you're made of. So this will be our first combat encounter. Er, so brief description of what you're going to need to do is, is determine sort of your approach to it. If you want to spend your whole turn moving just to get into a better position, then that's fine. If you want to move up, make an attack, sit back, attack from range, whatever, describe what you're doing. And for now, I'll tell you what you'll need to add to the roll, but everything is going to be determined by a single roll of a d20. In some cases, I will also have to roll a d20 just to see what the target of the attacker such is doing. So, start off the combat. Wit will be going first, and then the three of you will be going in whatever order you so choose, and then it will be the enemy's turn and then we'll start the next round the same way. So, Wit charges out of the coffee shop 
drawing two semi-automatic pistols it was from inside his coat and he proceeds to empty the magazines onto this beast he rolls a 14 and adds to that it, uh, he adds his speed which is 5 and his empty magazine ability which is another plus 5 for a total of 24. The beast for its defense rolls a 13 adding 2 speed to that for a total of 15 which means wit scores a very good hit on it but it does not bring down the beast. So I'm going to uh, draw my great sword off my back. It's kind of kind of in the position like Deadpool with the great sword and the great axe there. So I'm gonna like charge forward with like my teeth or with my fangs and so on, just about. So I'm kind of screaming at him. I'm gonna charge him, and as I'm charging him, I'm going to leap into the air. Draw my uh, great sword, try to bring it down, kind of like trying to split him in half, all while I'm raging and doing. And if it does hit, I'm going to kind of like drive my feet into his shoulders and then smash him again. See if that works. So I rolled a 10. Now add your strength and your rage and jump attack. That. Which is uh, strength is plus six, my rage is plus three, and then jump is plus one, so that is a 16, 19, so that is a 20 overall. And the beast defense is 16, so that does land, and you can make your second attack with the additional plus two. What I roll again? Yes. So that is a 12, plus my second attack is 14. And it bounces off the enemy's skin. But the first hit was successful. Hey, excellent. So, I am going to be... I'm going to swiftly exit the coffee shop and try and get around to behind the beast and try and flank him from the other side. Are you trying to remain unseen? Yeah, I would prefer to be unseen. In that case, roll for stealth. Four. And since you are a sneak, then you'll add plus one for that. Plus one, plus two for my ability, and then do I add a, a stat to that? You do not. Alright, so seven total. Alright, the beast will roll for perception. This roll will be hidden, so it will not be known if he has seen you. Alright, and is that the end of your turn? Um, I guess I'll go ahead and try and make a good sneak attack on him All so right. I'm gonna attempt to whip out my sawed-off shotgun jump up 
and blast him right in the neck. Alright. It you will get the plus three modifier from the shotgun, as well as your speed modifier. Excellent. Thirteen plus four for speed and plus three for shot time. So twenty. Alright. Now, because the beast did very much see you in that, he rolled an 18 for his perception. Oh boy. And he does get to roll twice because he was expecting that sort of maneuver. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, his first roll was a natural one, so that put him at a bit of a disadvantage, and he does not get his second roll and will take double damage from the shotgun blast. Oh my. Oh yeah. I uh, charge out of the coffee shop, um, uh, unwielding my uh, long sword from my hip. Um, it's in a sheath. Um, and I kind of prepare a, um, a get into a defensive stance um, while trying to contemplate my strategy. Um, while in the process looking, looking around for um, various objects that I can control to uh, kind of help the situation. In that case, make a perception roll to see if you notice anything that you think could be useful. Got a six. Do you have anything that would modify that? Um, any ability? I don't think I saw any other. No, um, my perhaps a um, the my sword's a plus two. Well, um, that's not going to help with the vision, but okay. six is high enough. You notice that there is a street light that is close to the monster, not directly above it, but about ten feet behind it. Is there anything else you wish to do with your turn? No. All right. In that case, it is the beast's turn. turn. At this point, two of the party members, the two orc-blooded, are close to it, so it will get to use its ability, sweeping attack, to where it can attack both of you. Ooh, so it will roll for that. It rolled a three, but it gets to add its strength of eight, making it 11, and plus five for sweeping attack, 16. Both of you will now need to roll for defense, and you will add your speed and any sort of armor bonus that you have. Rolled a seven, and I'm adding four, which is an 11. Natural one. <laughs> okay. So, at this point, your stamina stat represents your health, and so you will remove one from that. Keep your max stamina noted, but just say that it's down one. And you will take double damage from that. So your stamina will be reduced by two. I go to one hit point. Are we doing, are we keeping the, uh, I think the racial bonus as added to the stamina? It modifies the base. Oh. So we're just taking it from the base, or...? Well, it's all put together. If you had a base stamina of 3 and your orc blooded, which adds 2, 
that means your base has become five. Okay. So currently you would have four out of five. Alright. That is the end of the beast attack. It goes to Wit's turn. And because he emptied his magazine on the beast, he now has to stop and reload. So he sits there and he reloads both of his. His pistols. He does have two magazines. It's on him, they're already full. So it doesn't take him very long, but enough to occupy his turn. He just sits there and watch as the beast swings its mighty arm all around and crushes the orc blooded. <laughs> so I'm going to try to do another double attack while I'm while I'm raging. And just kind of go back for his legs on the first beast and then come up towards his waist on the back swing. So I rolled a 9 plus 6 to my strength is 15 plus my rage is 19. I remember or, it. No, it's actually 18. I remember it. You also should be adding your weapon bonus to the attack. Oh, hey, yeah. Plus another three. So, uh, what is it? Nine and. It was 18 six plus three. 15 and three is 18, and three is 21. Alright. For the first attack. And he rolls a natural one again, this time for his defense. And that blow is sufficient to bring him down. Oh, yeah. Took you long enough. At <laughs> least so I didn't take double damage. Hey. hey. <laughs> I, I, I had to plan. Uh, <laughs> if, if nothing happened there, if I was going to. Something gonna, did happen. Yeah, that, uh, that street light. I was going to try and detach it. Hey. You just drop it on him. Go us. <laughs> yeah. So, Wit dusts himself off now that he's got his pistols <coughs> reloaded. Now that that's over, let's get back to business. What are your names? I've told you mine. So, I am Arnazar, a half orc or orc, if you can't tell. It is <laughs> fairly obvious. Okay. I'm not very smart. <laughs> Okay, um, I am, I'm Bartholomew, although right now you can call me Hurt. So if you have, like, a pack of frozen peas or maybe a steak, need to stop some swelling here, because this hurts. I'm sure Elena will be able to patch you up with something. Thank you. And you, my friend? Um, I'm Azrael. Uh, hi. I'm an Archon, obviously, and, um, yeah, um, I mean, I don't have much to say, I guess. Okay, very well. Well, you've already gotten a taste of the type of work you will be doing. Our job is to find these abominations and destroy them. Also, we do need to determine their source. 
because no one seems to know quite where these are coming from. They just spring up. This one is called a red giant. It, given that it is quite large and very red, the people who come up with these names are not always the most creative, but it does the job. Elena's letting us use a back room in her coffee shop for the agency. Shall we step inside? He motions the three of you into the coffee shop. Uh, you notice that the road crews have already begun to arrive on the scene to clean up the mess and repair the damage. The beast was rather heavy, and the pavement cracked in multiple places. I don't uh, think my jumping helped much on that one. It most likely <laughs> did not. You might want to avoid the road crews. Yeah, they're probably I'll, I'll not. That. They're probably not very happy with your <laughs> But then again, were they there? see me actually jump. You got a point. <laughs> Wit leads you into a cluttered room reminiscent of a detective's office from an old noir film. He digs out some manila folders and spreads them out for you to view. So at this point you have three different options for where your quest will take you. One of the folders talks about a necromancer by the name of Carl who is in Detroit, <laughs> it, uh, it talks about that while necromancy has been spoken of in the legends, it has never been manifested before, and it is not a kind of magic that people want to see around. And then there has been an outbreak of trolls in Memphis, according to the second folder. They are wreaking a bunch of havoc, and while trolls may seem similar to orcs in the eyes of some, these are very monstrous, and they are no sort of metahuman. The third manila folder talks about what seems to be a somewhat laughable problem. It talks about what they are referring to as a magic bird epidemic in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> and now the three of you may discuss amongst yourselves try to figure out where you want to go. I think if we went to Memphis and fought trolls, it might make us look better because actually we are more beautiful than trolls. Perhaps. Mm. Although the uh, Although they're the Atlanta Falcon problem seems to be an, an option. A problem. A problem. And, a lot of, and then a lot of people in Memphis are kind of like trolls anyway. Yeah. I don't like them. I think, I think the necromancer is the the biggest threat here, I think, um, and um, just from what I've seen, um, magic being able to do, I think, um, I think we should probably stop this necromancer as soon as possible. That is the that responsible is option. It's responsible, however, comma <laughs> money. <laughs> mm. We could do all three. <gasps> not, not a bad idea. You get more money. I might be stupid, but I oh, apparently okay. have some smarts. Street smarts. I'm all for <laughs> it. Street, yeah, <laughs> street smarts. So Wit looks up from his paper. Have you come to a conclusion on which of these missions you ought to pick up? All of them? Well, is that is to be expected, but you have to pick one to do first, because we can only be in one place at one time. And I'm afraid the Detroit, Memphis, Atlanta are rather right. far away. If we go to Atlanta, these magical bird things 
will most likely be flanked. And we have two people who don't do rage or ranged stuff. I have birdshot. I don't. <laughs> I can jump. To oh. be honest, I'm not much in combat. I, <laughs> well. um, that's why I carry a sword. <laughs> that is true. Well, then... Um, I mean, we could kind of... I don't know. Because either way, we would have to backtrack one of the three ways since they're all in three different locations. I think it would just be best if we head to Memphis first because that seems like the most pressing issue. Yeah. Okay. I agree. So, Wit uh, then looks up says, well, I'll go ahead and get the band warmed up because we may not have much here, but we do have transportation. And I will accompany you on this mission. Later missions, I may not, as my job will be here to gather information for future objectives. It was at this point, the barista that you had seen earlier, Elena, she comes in and she digs out some herbal remedies and such that are able to heal all of you back to full stamina. Yay. So she is my favorite lady. character right now. <laughs> <laughs> so the three of you in wit, you get into the van and you proceed to drive to Memphis. Is there anything which your characters would want to do during the car ride? I'm gonna sleep. I enjoy sleeping. I uh, I pull out a magic marker and attempt to draw a mustache on my friend here. <laughs> Um, I pull out some, uh, some tools and various little parts that I carry around in my tool chest and just begin kind of fiddling with, fiddling with them, working with them. I guess because since I am typically a heavy sleeper, I guess you can do that. Just once. <laughs> and then I wake up and everybody's laughing at me and I don't know why. Of course. <laughs> so... Because of what your actions have done, yours was, well, yours combined with Buddy's. I guess I should specify who I'm talking to. Ryan, yours compared with Buddy's is, uh, will have an effect. Uh, you will have one bonus stamina uh, for the next fight. At the end of the fight, uh, when you heal up, you will not regain this, but it will be temporary health. However, if you decide to try to persuade or intimidate anyone, you will have to roll twice and use the lower number because of the mustache that has been drawn on your face. Okay. It's even funnier when you're raging. <laughs> All right. The van pulls up to Memphis. It's been a long ride. The wit gets out, stretches his legs. And, and to ask, all right, you're new detectives. Where do you think we should start looking for these trolls? Wherever the damage is. Memphis University. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say um, this is such an issue. We should just, I guess, just kind of walk around the city. 
shit we could find. Just we should probably just walk. Just walk and wait until we hear some screaming and then yeah. <laughs> go from there. All right. It's so you begin walking. Each of you make a perception check. Six. Twelve. Nineteen. Ooh. All right. Eight, uh, Ryan. And your brute, even though he is not all that bright, he knows damage when he sees it. And he <laughs> sees is what appear to be maybe footprints of a sort kind of embedded into the asphalt on an alley. And then in the Technicus is also able to hear what sound like some cries and screams coming from down the alley. And then I guess for you don't see any of it. No, I'm, I'm too busy uh, playing something on my phone, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but, hey, I found some uh, foot, uh, footprints in this asshole down this alley. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know where it goes. Um, I'm going to go check it out. Well, remember what Mama always said. Stranger danger. Um, we should probably hurry. I've, um, I'm hearing... I've, I've been hearing some like screams and stuff, which is uh, not good. <laughs> so, yeah, that too. So I assume the party decides to go down the alley. Yes. Yes. Sure. All right. It, at the end of the alley, you see here a, a couple of innocent civilians running around the panic, and there are also three trolls is going about. These trolls are each about 12 feet tall, gray skin, and their head is set forward on their body. He kind of dull eyes, these very unintelligent looks on their faces, but they are big and they are powerful. And they are wandering around. They have bits of concrete. One of them is holding what appears to be a heavy pipe, just bits of junk that they have found and are using it to destroy stuff. They don't seem to have much purpose in their destruction. They are just destroying for the fun of it. It's what they do. So if you wish to attack them, you'll be able to go ahead of them. Should we let them pass and then attack from behind? Or should we like jump out and attack them from the front? I feel like surprising them from the front would not be the most effective idea. So mm. we could wait for them to pass and then jump them from the yeah, back. I, yeah. I might be able, um, with my wings, I could fly above them. That is true. Get them from above. That would probably be wise. So. Can we get them from back mm. behind? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'll have them above. So Arnazar just kind of sits up or stands up against the wall, like in a shadow, just so that they can pass. Make a stealth check. It's going to be terrible, but... 11, seven, eleven plus any of these that... You do not have anything that you would add to it. It's, I will make one roll for the troll's perception. Except for all three. 
They rolled a four, which they get plus two to it, but that is not enough. You remain undetected. Hey, hey. I'm going to go ahead and do something similar. I'm going to crouch down in the shadows and roll for stealth. Sure. 16 plus 2 for my stealth skill, so 18. Alright. And the trolls will roll for perception. And that is a 13 for them with their modifier. You remain undetected. Excellent. Um, I fly up to the I, I fly to the top of um, one of the buildings nearby um, putting myself in a position where I'm just above one of the trolls alright roll for stealth this time roll two dice and use the lower because flying makes you a bit more noticeable you can just roll that one die twice oh ok That was a 12. And that was a 6. Alright, we'll use the 6 for that. Okay. Um, would you like me to add my speed stat? You can add your speed stat to this because you are trying to move more quickly. Okay, so I'll add the plus 2 for speed. Okay. The trolls will roll for perception. And that was a 21 for them. You're very much spotted. Yikes. It, however, because you're flying, they are not all that interested in you. So you're noticed, but they do not attack you. Okay. And then Wind will just remain in the alley, preferring to rely more on his speed to get into a position once the battle has started. And the trolls lumber on. So are they past us now, at, at this point? Yes. Okay. I don't know if I should yell, but I'm going to rush out from my hiding with my uh, greatsword and kind of try to slash across uh, the one that's closest to us, like so the one that's in the back, and try to rage while doing a second attack so I'll be coming down across his back and then doing a sweep across the one that's closest to him or around his leg area. So for the first attack, I roll a 19 uh, plus strength is 25 plus my rage is plus 3. So 28, and my greatsword is plus 3, so 31. And at this point, for those of you who are listening, I'll mention the rules with criticals. The way we are playing, if a natural 1 is rolled, meaning the 1 is shown on the d20, or if a natural 20, which means the 20 is shown on the d20, if either of those is rolled, it is a critical of some sort. The natural one being the worst thing you can roll results in a critical failure, which in the cases we've seen so far has meant double damage taken by the defender. A natural 20 is a critical success, which means very good things happen. And a critical success will always succeed 
even if the modifiers don't meet what was needed. In this instance, it is very likely that critical success is the only thing that would keep the troll from getting hit by Hirayan's attack. The troll will roll for his defense. He gets a 18, which is not enough to protect him, and he is hit. And then for that second attack across the other guy's legs, rolls a 16 plus a strength of 20, or strength of 6, so it's a 20, uh, plus a double t attack of 2. So 22 plus my greatsword again is plus 3, so a 25. In this case, due to how the double attack ability works, you would only get the plus 2 from double attack, because uh, right. it's sort of just a backhand swing. Right. So it's actually an 18 then. Alright. And the other troll roll for his defense. And he rolls a natural 20, just as we had been discussing. Oh if boy. only the other one had rolled that. Gosh darn. So <laughs> he is safe. And it proceeds to Buddy's turn. Alright, so I am going to sneak up all stealthy-like on the pack of trolls and find the third one that has not been hit yet and try and uh, knock him out with the the butt of my dagger. Alright. Roll for stealth first. 17. Alright. And the troll's perception. He rolls an 18 plus 2 for an unnatural 20. So he does see you and will get advantage on his defense against your attack. But roll for your attack. Uh, I get my strength bonus, correct? Correct. Alright, then 15 total. And was that including the ability modifier? Oh, then 16. Alright. Including the ability. Now, for this one, because he is very large, you aren't so much having to roll for accuracy. He has assumed that you are hitting him um, in the right spot. But he has to make a stamina check to see if he endures it. Sure. Which he was preparing for it, so he does still get the advantage. What was that that you had rolled? 16? His first was 21, so he is still up and going. Oh boy, oh boy. And that brings it to Vinny's turn. Um, I sword down uh, well I first draw my long sword um, and then I sword down onto um, the the troll that uh, that buddy's character just tried to attack um, I go for the head um, in a stabbing motion alright roll for attack Um, be 20. Okay. The, and the troll is defense. 
was an abysmal five. <laughs> so the troll is struck, and that brings it to Wit's turn. Wit will dart out, and for his attack, he does not go for just the ordinary, let's empty my pistols that he had done earlier. He sees this very well could be a longer fight. So instead, he decides to use some of his magical abilities. He may not have many, but he has a few. And the street lamps in the area immediately begin glowing brighter and making a very loud hum as if they're performance had been drastically improved, maybe as if they had been overclocked. And that would bring it to the troll's turn. And so the first troll, though, because he is very close to the brute, will attack him. He rolls a 16 adds his 5 strength to that, making it 21, and his Skull Bash ability makes it 25. Ryan, roll for defense. Uh, 15 plus the temporary HP? Uh, speed or? and armor. Oh, right, speed. So, uh, 17 plus 2, so 19. Alright, in that case, you'll be losing that temporary stamina point. And the next one has just gotten... In, well, actually, the next one hasn't had anything happen to him. He's closer to Ryan, but because he doesn't have anyone that's really threatened him, he will roll to determine who he attacks. If I roll a 1 through 4, he will attack Ryan. If I roll a 5 through 8, he will attack Buddy. If I roll a 9 through 12, he will attack Vinny. And he rolled a 12. So he is going to move over to his now injured friend and swing upwards to try to help him out. So because of the awkward angle of this attack, he will have disadvantage on his attack, meaning he must roll 2 and use the lower result. That was a 12. That was a 3. So he will get a total of 12 for his attack roll. Vidi, roll for defense. Um, got a 6 plus mm, speed. Plus speed, okay. So that'd be an 8. And then plus and armor. And then armor, which would be 9. Alright. He hits, and you take one point of stamina damage. Okay. Well, that puts me to zero. All right. So, I guess <laughs> I'm dead? You're That's not dead, disappointed. but I'm you are knocked out for a while. So you kind of fall to, your, fall to the ground, though a few feathers get scattered over the place, and you are out of the fight. Okay. I am unconscious. Eat. That makes the job of the next troll a bit easier in deciding who to attack. He will instead go for Buddy, as he is currently the only aggressor. He rolls a 5 for a total of 14. 
everybody roll for defense. Six plus one for armor and then speed. So 11. In that case, you will take one stamina damage as well. Ow. These are some abysmally low <laughs> rolls. Oh, yeah. All right. That would bring us back to Ryan's turn. Uh, so I'm going to kind of do the same thing. Uh, so as I'm finishing that attack across his legs, I'm going to go for uh, the one that's closest to me in his back and just do a single attack with rage. So I rolled a 5. Uh, it's an 11 plus 3 is 14 plus another 3 is 17. Alright. The troll is rolled and he rolls a 7. They may be heavy hitters, but they are very slow and can be easily hit. It, so, it proceeds to take damage and it passes to Buddy's turn. Well, since my attempt to knock him out kind of failed, I might as well do the old uh, point blank shotgun from last time. So, yeah, I think. Uh, which way is he facing, actually? Is the troll facing? Yes. At this point, since he attacked you, he is facing you. Alright, well, I'm going to get up in front of him and try and scream and try and intimidate him. See if I can uh, make a mess up. Okay. So... 11 plus 3 for my skill, so 14. Alright. They are rather large and strong creatures. He will have advantage, but he does not have a very big modifier. So it will be mostly determined by the roll. That was a 3, and that was a 12, so he got a total of 13. Which your roll was what again? 14. In that case, you beat him by 1. And he'll have disadvantage on any sort of actions done against you for this next round, and you'll have advantage on actions against him. Excellent. Do you wish to attack? Yes, I will whip out my beautiful sawed-off shotgun, my, my sidearm, my trusty, and go ahead and shotgun, and shotgun him uh, right in the jugular. So, oh, math is hard. <laughs> Four, three, 18. All right. And because you're aiming for a critical spot, if you succeed by six or more, he will be dead. However, the troll does have a defense of 15, but he still takes damage. And he will take double damage because close range will spawn and it would ordinarily be Vinny's turn but as he is unconscious it passes wit who will now do the second stage of his plan he will now proceed to empty his magazines 
but not on the trolls. Instead, he is going to shoot each and every one of the street lamps that he just overclocked. It's now that they are a bit easier to make explode. So this attack will affect all three of the trolls. He's good enough with his technomancy, he's able to angle it away from his friends. So he makes a 19 in for his attack and adds his, his psyche and his overclock abilities to it for a total of 23. And then the trolls have to roll for their defense individually. First troll rolls a 9, so he is damaged. Second troll rolls a 12, also damaged. And the third troll rolls a 20, but it is 9 natural 20. It comes from modifiers, so that is still not enough to save him. They all take damage, and it passes to their turn. At this point, all the trolls are rather unhappy, as they have been getting hit a lot. <laughs> so, the first troll will continue to try to take out Ryan's character, as he has been very annoying. <laughs> he rolls, and he gets a total of... 23. Yeah, no. I rolled a 2. And that's not counting the speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, it was 9 natural 1. So, you won't be oh, taking really? a critical hit. But, it, you will be at disadvantage on the next attack because of how hard you were hit. It, but you take 1 stamina damage. Passes to the second troll, who now sees wit as a threat. It's because of the overclock attack. So he's going to run up and go after wit. He rolls a 25 on his attack. And wit rolls a significantly lower... 16 on his defense it's which results in wit taking one point of damage the third troll is still pretty annoyed with buddy but because he is severely weakened he is going to start running away (laughs) at this point if you wish to go ahead declare your action to pursue him we will make opposed to speed checks. If you wish to do that. Certainly. Alright. As slow as the troll is, he is faster than you are in this moment. I guess I just tripped over my jeans or something. So the troll at his lumbering pace walks away almost as if you're on a leisurely stroll and you (laughs) in your eagerness to pursue this enemy trip and fall flat on your face sounds about right he's he's now it will be 
Ryan's turret. Look at, for that. Look at this real professional smell. <laughs> <laughs> one, one's, un one's unconscious, the other one's tripping. I'm gonna go for that troll that kind of crushed me. It's kind of hurt. Kind of embarrassed by it. I'm also gonna do the normal range. But I rolled a four. Uh, so that's ten. 13, uh, 16. All right. The troll makes his defense, and he proceeds to roll a natural one. Did the troll, where exactly were you in relationship to the troll, location-wise? Uh, was that the one I stabbed in the back, or the second yes, one? Yes, stabbed in the back. So I was kind of off to his side, to where I could get the second troll across its legs. Alright. In that case, you take a step back as the large troll kind of stumbles forward a couple steps and then falls to the ground, dead. Hey. hey. First of the three. There was much rejoicing. <laughs> you did use up parts of your action, buddy, to try to pursue the troll, but if you wish, you can stand up or from a prone position, you can still shoot at him. Um, I really want to get this troll, so I might as well try and shoot him again. Uh, about how far away would you say he is? Oh, it's more at the mid-range now, so you'll be firing at plus two modifier. Sure. All right. <gasps> Nat 20. Well, so you take just enough time to aim and unless the troll manages to roll a natural 20 and bring us to another <laughs> set of rolls, <laughs> those, the results will be very bad for him. He does not roll a natural 20, he is far Ooh. from it, and despite all odds, it's, the troll is taken down. Yay! Yay, Woo. Yay troll number two. <laughs> and now, so for there is this final troll that it uh, has just gone after our friend Wit it, and Wit does not like how the situation looks especially now that he has used up all of his ammunition but that's not the only trick he has up his sleeve if he has a pretty good education in the arts of combat and so he results, uh, resorts he resorts to his martial arts and knowledge and will attack the troll with that. He rolls a total of 17 for his attack and the troll rolls 10 for defense and the troll is now damaged. Wit has managed to get a nice solid kick on the troll's kneecap. And that brings Ow. us to the troll's turn. The troll is pretty enraged at this point, and will try to attack with again. However, he rolls a 17, which is dodgeable, though it is still a valiant blow. And Wit might be able to hold that off, because his defense is 17. 
and because he was using his martial arts, he does get a plus one bonus from that, bringing him to an 18. He survives the attack. And now it passes to Ryan's turn. Will he be able to finish this fight? I know next week. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm going to obviously keep using the rage and then do a double attack. So I'm going to run towards him. Do like a sweeping blow to his knees, to his legs, and then do like a almost like a 180 spin into his back as I'm kind of running past him. For the first attack, I roll an 11 plus 6, 15, uh, plus 3 is 18. So that first attack is a 21. Alright. Patrol roll for his defense. He rolls a 16. He is damaged. And then the second attack is a 9 plus 2. So 11. And the troll barely manages to dodge with a defense of 12. Such a disappointment. And it is now Buddy's turn. Hmm. Well, I probably should get up. <laughs> Maybe. Probably. Although that would be just ridiculous. Um, yeah, I might as well. I'm going to go ahead and get up and uh, reload my, my trusty shotgun. Alright. While you're doing that... One of the bystanders, who seems to be a bit braver than the others, runs over and is able to wake up Vinny's character, Azrael. So Vinny will be back at one stamina point and is able to take his turn. Congratulations, you're at max, max HP. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to these trolls? <laughs> uh, uh, we shot them. Huh. Who's uh? There's still one left, right? Correct. Okay. Um. Well, I guess now that I'm up, up and at him, um, I'm going to uh, charge at the last troll with my with my sword. Um, kind of. Well, I've I've been doing quite a bit of flying, so I'm a bit tired. So I'm just going to kind of run at him, and um. From where I'm at, I guess I'm kind of at the. Pro- I'm You're behind him. I'm behind him. Okay, so yeah, I'll charge and kind of try to backstab him. Get him in the All back. Right. Roll for your so. attack. Um, let's see, that'd be a 12. Alright. Because of it coming from behind from it enemy he thought was down, the troll will be at disadvantage. His first roll was a natural 20, <laughs> so let us be very glad that he was at disadvantage. And his next was an 8. Ryan, your character, sees the troll, and he sees the sword come out of the front of the oh, troll. Oh my. and the troll kind of coughs a little blood and as the sword is pulled out he falls over you and Wit manage to get out of the way in time game very pretty very pretty (laughs) I try (laughs) (laughs) thanks so Wit says 
Alright. <sighs> it looks like all of you handled yourselves pretty well in that fight. Especially since I had not been able to get as much information on how dangerous those were. Or I think we can consider ourselves lucky to have survived. To, for now, oh, but let's go to a hotel room and figure out what our next plan will be for taking care of these trolls. Because surely these are not the only ones. And with that being said, that's where we're going to end this first episode of Experience Appreciated. I hope you have all enjoyed it, and we'll come back next time. Sweet. Thanks, uh, everybody, for being here. I want to do a quick shout-out to, obviously, WJBC The War for letting us use their studio today to record this pilot uh, episode on this new podcast. Uh, go check us out on Podbean, on the Podbean app. And also wjbcthelore.podbean.com. While you are there, go uh, check out that new artist showcase episode featuring Jeff Davis and his Instagram page, Long Holidays. Uh, he does all of the uh, national days, random, random things that happen on every day of the year. Uh, he draws pictures. Go check him out on that um, and also while you are on our page uh, go ahead and click that follow button uh, go ahead and comment on new content you want to hear either with this podcast or our other podcast and also go check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash WJBC the war uh, thank you for tuning in this week, and we will see you next time. Peace.